Welcome to the Mind Mapping Show with Mind Mapping Specialist Michael Tipper, bringing you the right information right now to help you understand, use, and apply this amazing technique. Join us each week to discover gems to help you quickly and easily boost your creativity, stimulate your memory, and supercharge your thinking. It has never been easier to tap into even more of your brain's potential using this simple tool. Now, here is your host, the mind mapping maestro himself, Michael Tipper. Hi, and welcome to this latest edition of the Mind Mapping Show. And this week's episode is called How an Award-Winning Political Consultancy Uses Mind Mapping to Help Influence Government Policy. Now, this was a really fascinating interview that I did with Gareth Elliott, who is a political consultant who uses mind mapping in his work to help businesses understand the impact and perhaps help influence and inform the development of complex government policies. It was really fascinating to find out how someone who's close to part of our political system, how that machine works and how they can influence and help inform government policy and how he uses mind mapping to do all of the above. So the sort of thing that you're going to get from this interview are things like how mind mapping can help you understand even the most complex ideas, how to easily condense a cupboard full of files containing detailed information into a single piece of paper, how using mind mapping can create simplicity out of complexity, which is a theme you'll hear a lot in these podcasts, and why you might see mind maps adorning the corridors of power at the heart of the British political system. You'll also discover how mind mapping allows you to keep the bigger picture in mind so you can see interconnections that others are most likely to miss. You'll also discover mind mapping as a marketing tool for innovative and creative businesses about how they use to explain a complex topic in five minutes or less and the benefits that that can bring to a business. So enjoy this interview and at the end I'll draw out some of the key points that Gareth shares and so I'll see you on the other side of the interview. Hi, this is Michael from Michael on Mind Mapping, and today we're going to be looking at how mind maps are being used close to the heart of our political system. And today I'm joined by a consultant who works for an award-winning consultancy who specialise in politics, government, media, and stakeholder engagement, and who use mind mapping as part of their work. And so it's with great pleasure that I welcome Gareth Elliott. Gareth, good morning. Good morning. So, um, first of all, it's fascinating the, the work that you, we found you at the website on your website, the Mind Mapper, all about um, infrastructure policy. And so, uh, just fascinating. I've never come across a consultancy who do the sort of work that you do. So, could you just tell us a little bit about the work that you do? Yes, certainly. We're a political consultancy, and we assist businesses uh, in explaining the political process and allow and helping them to influence uh, government policy often uh, the policy arena can seem a very complex area and what we do is we simplify that and allow and show businesses how they can influence and access uh, policy uh, is it a straightforward process or is it quite complex being able to because as a sort of a lay person i mean we i vote and everything and uh, you see that the political machine happening mainly through through the media and it seems very inaccessible so is it is it easy to get to once you know how um i think it's we'd love to say it's it's easy but it isn't always easy and a lot of it takes a lot of work behind the scenes working out where areas are interconnected um and Often it takes a it, it 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 takes a lot to to see where you need to get to, and what we can do is we can help you do that. We will simplify that process and find out the people who are relevant to your organisation. 
And, and what sort of uh, companies uh, and organizations um, uh, come to you for, for help? It can range. It can range from the very big blue chip companies to charities. Um, everyone is a bit impacted by politics and, and the laws that the, the government makes. And many people really want to know how to how to access the system. And, and as I say, it can it can range from the very big to the very small. And, and often it can be small businesses who who don't have uh, have the resources, but are looking to uh, to just to ensure that that um, a law that is made that the government knows how it will impact them. So is it about looking to influence the political system to create laws that are in line with, say, a particular business's um, aims and aspirations? Or is it about, as you just said there, uh, helping the government understand that something they may do does have an impact they may not have thought about? It can be a bit of both. I mean, the government uh, needs to make laws and must consult. Um, and in order to do that, it needs to be able to speak to those people that will be affected and impacted by its laws. And often um, uh, small companies or, or, as I say, or even large companies will come to us and say, look, something's coming in. Um, we'd like to ensure that we speak to the right people. Um, this is going to impact us. So, for instance, if you were to say a tax, often there are many unintended consequences. And what we will do is we will ensure that, um, one, those companies understand that tax, and two, we'll um, put them on the right path to speaking to the relevant people to ensure that um, they know how and, and, and why it will impact uh, and how amenable is our political system to this sort of, uh, I suppose, communication with the uh, with the greater good? Surprisingly, you know, it, it, is, it is often very amenable. Um, but often, uh, government and, and Whitehall is 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 quite large, and we all know about um, Humphrey Appleby in 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 yes minister, and, and it is it is really a way of understanding the system and working with the the right people. And and often people need signposted, and that's where a company such as ours will come in. And is it a, a fairly quick process, or does it take a considerable amount of time? Um, I don't think politics is ever quick. Um, and there's often many anecdotes about uh, a week in politics being a long time. Um, often uh, it, it, it is literally, first of all, uh, sitting back and understanding the process and, and what those laws are and, and what they're meant to do. Then it is working out the right people and, and, and the relevant areas, and then it is actually getting in to speak to them. And, and consultations typically can take a minimum of six to twelve weeks um, if, if, you, if you're working well with it. Um, otherwise, uh, you know, it can take often, often years. I mean, many people would look at Heathrow as an example, um, and the Terminal Five there took 17 years from start to finish. Well, that's a long time. Uh, and, and do you find yourself in the run-up to uh, an election that you end up sort of um, consulting with or having people consult with the people who think they're going to win if they're not in, in power, so the opposition. Do you find that as well? Um, as I say, I think it's a range of people. Obviously, at an election time, people are looking to understand all the relevant parties and what their views are and how they're going to go in. And evidently, if, if there is a look at a change of government, people are looking to um, obviously understand who the next government might be and who the relevant stakeholders will be. It's a fascinating, fascinating world. Now, how did you get into that? Well, I've, I've always been into politics. I've, uh, I've studied politics when I was at university. I worked for a member of parliament at Westminster. Um, I've worked for a trade body representing business. And also, uh, I've been a, I am a councillor myself at the present time and now working in political consultancy. So, so politics seems to be running through your blood for a long time then? It has been. Now, now, this is the first time that um, I've made the connection between uh, mind mapping and, and politics. I'm, I was fascinated to see the infrastructure policy mind map that was on your website. And um, so, first of all, how did you discover mind mapping? Well, 
I first discovered mind mapping actually whilst I was at university and, and studying um, um, politics, and I found it a very useful tool to take what is a very complex area and, and put it on paper and graphically represent it, um, and also to be able to sort of organize areas um, into, into their representative policy areas. Um, and it, it really does, I find, simplify, simplify the system. And what were your first thoughts when you first saw it? When I first saw a mind map, I must say my original thoughts were that it, it was a complete jumble. But as you as you get through it and, and you understand it, it, it actually sort of it comes out at you as a very simple and effective uh, tool. And and who introduced it to you? Um, funny enough, I think it was more sort of uh, uh, on the internet, and, and and sort of I stumbled across it. And in terms of your thinking, before before you got involved in mind, how would you have described your thing, yourself as a thinker? Are you more creative, more logical? I think I'd say myself as more creative, which is, I think, where the mind map comes in, because it's it's a more graphically representative rather than a pure list. It seems to work to my, my the way my mind works. And, and was it a straightforward um, transition from you seeing how it is to applying it, or was it was was there a process of uh, an evolution of you, as you developed your skills in it? Um, funny enough, for me, I, I found it quite straightforward. It's, it's as I say, it's, it's sort of. It, I found the way it works and, and, and the, the creative sort of mind, you might say, it was literally putting everything on paper, but putting it in an organised manner that wasn't so logical as 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 as, as, uh, as a list, um, but actually allowing you to sort of throw everything at a piece of paper, but in an organised manner. And what sort of benefits did you get from it back then? The benefits I find are it actually shows you how much you might know about a subject. It also organizes them into specific areas. And crucially, what it does, it allows you to step back and actually see from a macro perspective what that policy area is. And then also to potentially to see the interconnections as well, which you may not have seen if you were sort of pigeonholed within one, one area. So it sort of gives you a broader, a broader view of the topic and also allows you to make as you say, those associations that may not have been obvious in the conventional way we think. Exactly. Now, um, did when you uh, well, was it you who introduced it to your colleagues at your company? Um, I think I, I would love to say it was purely me. I think it was a, a conjunction of a, of a few people um, working on on some projects that we were doing at the time, and uh, and it seemed to be the perfect way to to use it, and especially the way we've used it with an artist uh, as a marketing tool to show. Um, the outside world, effectively, what uh, our capabilities as an organisation are. And how easy was it to convince uh, uh, your, your colleagues when, when, when it was discussed? I just imagine, I mean, you described this sort of, uh, you're involved with helping uh, organisations um, understand policies and have access to government, and I've got visions of sort of power suits and, and meetings and sort of late night stuff going on, and all of a sudden there's this pretty little picture in the centre of it all. There seems to be a, a, a disconnect there if I'm stereotyping. Um, how, how easy was it to convince your colleagues that um, it was a, a something of value? I think, uh, especially when we were able to put in with the, uh, the graphical sort of representation of it with, um, with the pictures, it was it was very easy. I think what it is, as I said, the policy world is is a hugely complex area, and what this allows you to do is put it into into one one sheet of paper, allowing you to see across all of the areas, and and particularly the infrastructure policy mind map, which you mentioned. You know, this covers uh, rail, it covers energy, it covers road, it covers um, uh, mobile communications, uh, which is it's very hard to articulate um, just three words or, or standing in front of someone. So to put it down as we have done, it allows you to do that in one A3 piece of paper, as you see. Um, and and it, it's hugely graphic. It, it's visually um, quite stunning.
And the source information for that, how, how big a document would that have been? Um, I'd love to say the source of information behind that. It's not a simple document. This is this is government consultations, it's government announcements, it's government policies, it's written ministerial statements. Uh, to, to actually put all that down, I think I'd have a, 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 a cupboard of files. So you're saying that you, you've got this massive amount of uh, what would be conventional information through uh, papers, through um, briefings, and you've condensed that down into a single piece of paper. Exactly. And and what in in going from all that information to to the mind map itself, uh, because you, you've got you've got the the ends of of a, the start and the end of a journey. What benefits did you get in going through the journey to get to the mind map? I mean, the benefits in going through the journey are it allows you to document each part of that journey, and it's where where normally you may miss areas. Um, and this goes into that sort of interconnectedness that we, we spoke about earlier. By doing this, it allows you to individually put down everywhere where you think it might be relevant, but in a very simple way. I mean, obviously, behind each of those dots um, or those points within within that mind map, there's a, there's a very much, uh, as I say, possibly a document of 180 pages or something. But by doing this, it allows you to get it down there. It allows you to add everything else within that area. It allows you to look at other areas that might be related and therefore build a macro picture, almost a horizon scan of the policy. Have you shown this to anyone within the political system? Um, yes, we have, and it, it, uh, we, are, we're, we were quite uh, taken back by the, the feedback that we've got. Uh, it, it's certainly very much um, it's been taken very well, um, and as I say, the feedback has been excellent, and a lot of people utilize this, and, and even so, we even understand that a lot of people have it on their, have it on their walls. Oh, fantastic! So, in in use of the, you mentioned you use this for marketing. How 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 do you do that? Well, as I say, uh, it's for, it, we, the areas that we we cover, and I think the infrastructure one particularly is perfect for this. It it is hugely complex. There are a lot of areas. Um, as I say, you know, if you were looking at Heathrow as as, as an example, you know, in there we only have about two or three points on it. But in actual fact, behind that, you have 17 years of a terminal trying to be built. We have the whole current debate about a third runway or a new hub airport. Um, so what this does, it allows us to put that complex information into a sheet of paper that we can then show people that can then see that we have the uh, skills and the expertise in that area. Um, and it's, it's a very quick way of doing that. So rather necessarily than having to go out and explain this through a slide presentation, um, we can do this um, through a marketing tool, which is a simple graphic that we can send out to people who can immediately see that, they, that we know and understand the areas that we're talking about. And what sort of feedback have you had from your clients who you've worked with with this? Feedback's been very good. and. and uh, in actual fact, the, you know, the infrastructure policy isn't the only mind map that we've done. We've, we did one on the on the coalition when they first got into government, um, and individually, um, we've had clients who have come back and asked us to do a mind map specifically of the policy areas they're working on. Oh, fantastic! And and do you find that I mean policies change all the time? How do you keep current with these things? Uh, sorry, sorry, I know you keep current. How did you uh, map it onto the the mind map? Do they change regularly? Um, well, it's one of the one of the interesting things about politics is that you really do have to get your mind map out because it does change uh, quite very rapidly. And and uh, I think you know um, Heathrow is one of those examples. One minute we have a third runway with the last government. This government uh, has rejected it, but it looks as though that's coming back on the table. Um, so to do a marketing tool, it is, it is always a rush, uh, not a rush. It's, it's, it's a struggle to ensure that when it sends out, it's as relevant as possible. Um, but unfortunately, policy does move quickly. So this is a snapshot.
Now, because you use this and, and display it publicly, you've had an artist sort of build them up for you. Um, how easy was it to brief the artist on, on this is what it was about? Um, I think surprisingly, uh, as we have to, it, it has been quite easy. I mean, effectively, the artist will take what we will do. We will list out exactly the areas we, we would like to do and how they're and what area, you know, so if it's the railways and what the trees that come off of that. And then uh, we have some, we have consultation with the, the artist about the kind of images we'd like to use. Um, and it, it comes together, and that's the beauty of our mind map. It, it, seems to, um, it seems to build itself. Now, when you process these thoughts and you're building these up um, with, with your colleagues in, in the office, do you uh, have sort of walls and walls of, of, of whiteboards and that you draw them out, or do you use software? Um, we tend to use the, the sort of older approach. I think this is the, the whole um, idea of uh, sort of having all these papers all over everywhere. And, and I think it is quite a bit of, uh, there is a lot that goes behind this. And it, it, it's, it's wonderful to be able to see it as a simple mind map, but uh, there is a lot that, that, that goes on behind. And as I say, government documents can be 180 odd pages. So we tend mm -hmm. to sort of work on it um, uh, uh, with the physical papers and then, and then we ground that down into into the areas that we want to put forward and then work with the artist and draw it up. I, I must say, I'm looking at the um, the infrastructure policy mind map now and it, it is a remarkable piece of work and I think it's remarkable for a number of uh, reasons. There is the, the fact that it's a, it's, it's a beautiful mind map but also there's so much information on it. And now, I'm not a political person. I've never been that, that interested in political politics. The closest I came to is when I worked in the MOD in a former life. But um, what I see on here is... It, it, I'm amazed, although I should know that because I understand my maps, I'm amazed at just how simple that this uh, policy now looks. It makes it very, very understandable. I'm, I'm going to say, have you shown this to ministers so they can get it right? Because I would imagine it would be very difficult for, uh, for people to... Uh, sometimes you wonder whether they know what they're talking about, but I think this would help them. Um, exactly, and, and, and as part of our processes, we, we have uh, utilised it in, in that way, and, and I think, as mm. I say, the feedback has been fantastic. Um, it's almost something you can hold on, 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 on and have with you as you as you go along and some as a reference and and it's the reason it's you know as we say it's it's uh, we've heard of um, many people actually putting it up on their walls. Do um uh, do you use mind mapping in any other part of the processes of your business outside of just educating people on on policy? I think you know, it, it's safe to say that we you know people especially in our organisation use it not necessarily in, in in the manner here but you know just as a way to as well when we start looking at a at a new client or or uh, we look at a new new policy area um that we want to to look into you know we will use a mind map to to ensure that we know that we have all the information at our fingertips but also that we can see and understand um the messages that are coming out of it and, and I think we spoke about this earlier um mind mapping is, is certainly a way that we can stand back, look at the macro area, take a horizon scan of that policy, but also to see the threats, the, the opportunities that exist that may not have been so obvious when you were looking at a specific area. And, and that's the, the difficulty with policy. You can become very pigeonholed in the area that you're looking at. This allows you to take a step back and see, actually, that connects with this. You know, so rail, you know, you have franchising, but then you also have the money, the private investment that's got to go into it. You've got the rail cards, you know, the, the, the fares as well. And they all interconnect, and they're all part of the same area. But if you were just simply looking at, let's say, the rail um, franchisees, then you wouldn't look at, it, at the rest of it. So this allows you to take that, that step back, write it all down, put it down on paper, and then look at it and, 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 and work out where you want to go. And it often... 
um, raises opportunities or, or threats that you haven't looked at. Um, and it, it, it is a powerful tool in that manner. I I, I was going to say, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing these at ministerial briefings very shortly. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> it sounds like from your answer there's something going on there, but I won't push you on that one. Um, I can just imagine that uh, at some point in, in Prime Minister's question time, the leader of opposition says, and I draw the Prime Minister's attention to his mind map dated so-and-so. Well, we'd love that, especially if they said it was like public affairs, mind map at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Now, one of the, one of the challenges that uh, often people have when they see a mind map for the first time is, is they think it's just a, because it's so different to the way people have been uh, used to processing information, they become very sort of almost overwhelmed by its difference. Uh, what would you say to someone who, who uh, maybe in the political arena or the business arena who is listening to this and they're thinking, oh, no, I could never use it? What would you say to them about encouraging them to, to try it out? Well, I just say you, know, this, you, you can often write a briefing which can end up being far from brief um, and, and can run into lots of pages about a very specific area. But in actual fact, are you actually getting in, 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 into your mind the, the information that you want? And often what it is is you need pointers, you need a starter for 10. And mind mapping is that sort of system. It allows you to put down very simply that area and then go on and work out what the other areas are, rather than having to write too much detail. In, in that. And for a starter, as I say, for when you're initially coming to an area, this is, it's perfect for that. Um, it, allow, it, it stops you from getting too detailed, and it, it allows you to put everything down. And, and from that point of view, it really does give you that sort of macro view of what you're trying to study. Do you have any plans in the company to uh, to publish any of these uh, formally for, for explaining the, these policies, or do you just sort of solely work with them with clients? Well, the ones that you've seen are, are sort of marketing tools for us. There are there that we've sent these out as 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 a tool to show people that we are in this area and that, and that we understand this area. I think it's I think the, the way you're using it is extremely powerful because I think understanding any complex. Um, issue or idea, and in this case it's the political system, it is a really uh, empowering thing to be able to do. And just having looked at this, uh, I, I'm, I'm really impressed with the quality of the mind map. I'm also really impressed actually just how clear all of a sudden something that I would have, I would never have been drawn to, infrastructure, never in my life. But now looking at it, I'm thinking, actually you've made that much, much more accessible to me. And I would imagine that the work you're doing with these uh, is, is making leaps and bounds in all sorts of directions. So thank you very much indeed for sharing that. Now, uh, before we go, can you tell us a little bit about your company and how we can find out, find more about you and what, what, what you do? Um, well, Inter Public Affairs says a political consultancy. Um, we have a website, which is Insight Public Affairs, um, and we um, cover areas. We're very, uh, we work with, um, we, as I say, what we do is we help businesses understand the political process. We help them to um, uncover and, and work within uh, with a, the political arena and, and influence um, legislation and access government officials. Um, we're there to um, assist businesses um, through that process and, and as I say, please find us on, on the web. That's brilliant. Gareth, thank you very much indeed for your time. It's been a, a fabulous talking to you and getting a, a, an insight into how you use MindMap. So I appreciate your time. Thank you. So welcome back. Now, that interview with Gareth for me was really, really enjoyable. I've never been that close to our political system before, and it was really 
fascinating to see how his company and the work that he does helps businesses and organisations understand policy and government policy and how they use my mapping to help inform and understand it. So the key principle that came out of the interview for me is about taking something extremely complex and creating simplicity and understanding out of it. In his example, Gareth described a document that was over 108 pages worth of complex political dialogue. Now, you can take that complex information and put it into a single piece of paper. And the important thing here is not the mind map itself as the end result, but the process of creating the mind map will help you understand, assimilate and remember the information far more effectively. The benefit that you'll get is this deeper level of understanding and you'll be able to gather different ideas and start to see the interconnections that you may not have seen if you were just taking conventional handwritten notes. So it gives you a really powerful overview and this is really powerful. But conversely, if you're looking to help others understand a complex topic, if you present them with the mind map of whatever it is and then you talk them through it, what you'll find is they'll be able to understand it far better than if you did a conventional presentation with lots of PowerPoint slides packed full of words. And even if you just use a few pictures there as well, in your PowerPoint slides, that still won't be as effective as using a single mind mapping, a single mind map for the benefits that that will give you. Now, the reason why that's so powerful is because at all times in looking at the mind map, you can keep hold of the big picture you're able to start to see the interconnections between different areas. You can see how things relate to each other. You can understand the connections between different aspects of the map. And that all allows people to understand it far more effectively. You can keep track of all the information. And it's different. It's stimulating because of the colour and the pictures. And so it's really quite an engaging experience. And if you're sharing complex ideas, that's the sort of experience you want to give the people to whom you're sharing the information with. Now, by using my mapping, you'll create immense clarity and simplicity out of complexity. And one of the things I've found over the years when I've been using this is quite often people will bestow on you a level of genius, almost that may not be warranted, because you've helped them understand a detailed, complex piece of information. So it's really, really powerful if you're in the influencing game. So my tip from today is use my mapping as a way of understanding and getting to the bottom of a deeply complex issue it's a very powerful tool for that so that's this week's edition of the my mapping show please do come over to the blog at www.mymappingshow.com or if you subscribe in itunes then let us know what you think and hopefully you'll give us a five star rating on the blog if you come over you can comment on this episode and you can see all of the other episodes as well and if you want to ask a question there's a space for you to do just that and we'll have a look at covering those questions in future editions of the podcast so I look forward to seeing you in the next edition of the My Mapping Show. Thanks for listening to the My Mapping Show with Michael Tipper. If you like what you just heard, we hope you will pass on our web address, mindmappingshow.com, where you will find archives of previous podcasts as well as other mind mapping tips, tricks, and techniques, advanced guidance, and downloadable resources. This has been a Virtus Limited production. Join us next time for the next issue of the Mind Mapping Show with Michael Tipper. And be sure to tell your friends.